Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's a Larry June type of day today, you feel me? What's up, guys? Bro, come on. I just... I see you see. I'm waiting on a kill. You still knocking? Yeah, I live. Got the guns out and shit today. Money time. Hey, what's up, Nate? What's name? Uh, what else I need for this? I got the eggs. Let's see. You know, it's another Black Black Lotus podcast. You feel me? Today I'm making fried rice. I'm I'm just waiting on the kill to get in here, bro. I said it to him. There he is. Tip this nigga forever to get out here. What's up, nigga? What did you just get out of here, little homie? Yo. You know the vibes? <laughs> you know the vibes? What's up, buddy? You know the vibes? You make a fry, right? You make a fry, right? Alright, I'm on live. Joey will be proud because you hear who's background. Music is music. You hear me? What did you say, bro? I said today's. Oh, wait. <laughs> you feel me? But no, but today's topic today is music. Okay. 
What do you how do you feel about the current state of uh, specifically hip hop? How how you feel about? It? I know you do alternate rap, but still, how do you feel about the current state of hip hop right now? I feel it's all under hip hop. Um, it's, 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 you know, I feel like I feel like um, like boy, stuff is moving so fast. You said it's moving. I agree with that. And um, like you know, I feel, I'm I'm not really like messing with the mainstream, like the mainstream rap. It seems like stuff be like. It's a lot of like rich nigga rap, and that's not something I'm really a fan of. Like, it's it's like brainwashing in some in some way. Everybody rapping about the same thing, like about the same cars, like same cars. Like, I can't relate to that stuff. You feel me? Yeah, I can't. I can't relate to that type of stuff. Um, but there's definitely also a movement of great music being being like produced and made that's not at the forefront yeah it's like when it comes down to it i feel like a lot of the music that we're listening to has changed over the years not in the sense of like sounding like an old head i'm saying like you know the quality of like the words you know it was it, it, it's, it's evolved even from like the 2000s, in my opinion, so, you know, it used to be on some real player, player, player type shit. But now yeah. I'm about bragging about our cars and shit. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, for real. Like it's it, it's it's on a it, it's it's really wild because like I never really completely understood what hip hop was until like after I started listening to all like the you know. Uh, wild rock type shit, you feel me? Like the mainstream type shit. I never, I, really, I didn't know what, and then I fell in love with that, you feel me? Like, I, I fell in love yeah. with, you know, Eric B and Rakim. Tupac, mm-hmm. you know, people like them. I wasn't really a biggie fan. No, I still, you still at heart, but. Um, right. Yeah, those are like, I got put on with like, um, was like those. Old school people like people from our like parents' era, like my dad's era and shit. So, so as of right now, who's your who's one of your biggest influences for for making music? My biggest influences to making music. Yeah, besides yourself, of course. Yeah, um, I like. Well, one thing I said in my interview. My direct influences on people like Cuddy, um, yeah. like it. but I definitely have a lot of. There's a lot of influence in me from a lot of people, and I can't name. It would be a disservice to try to name every influence, but directly, like Cuddy, Lucky, Cuddy for like I guess like the sound, yeah, and and also the vulnerability. Lucky, kind of like. You feel me? The, also, the low tone, low tone to my voice, and like the, the sound. I feel that. Um, and 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 also, what what who has a, Lil Uzi has a big influence on a lot of rappers, like right now too, in terms of being like, kind of um, kind of uh, 
having like a little like attitude, I guess. Yeah. And like and like their style, like a weird, you feel me, style. Um yeah, Lucky's crazy. And uh yeah, so Lil Uzi definitely has an influence influence on a lot of people. Especially me, like especially when XO Tour Life came out, a yeah. lot of um a lot of people uh a lot of people that actually changed the game in my opinion in terms of like a lot of like uh I guess email rappers like a lot of email rap came from like EXO Tour Life, like the song itself. Yeah, like, that that and uh, you know, back when uh, Long Live uh, X X around. Yeah, X X. He yeah, but he uh, yeah, he definitely changed the game too. Yeah, helped change the game. But um, but yeah, directly, and also uh, but like. If we really like going deep into our guest Chief Keith also. Oh yeah, for sure. Um yeah, just like he's underrated, but I mean he's not even underrated, like go like that's not I'm not even gonna say he's underrated, but he had like he's goaded. Yeah, he is. And he had like he had a direct influence on Lucky. So and 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 just like yeah, he that like I can't even say like a glory boy vibe. Like, I can't even put it the words like like his 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 uh his influence. But he definitely like the trap just trapping in general. Like he, he really just like one of the kings of that shit. Yeah, as a, as far as I'm concerned, he's the king of, he's the king of Chicago by far. Yeah. I'm keep fuck like like I don't, I don't know I don't know a single person who goes harder than Chief. Chicago music. You go like in Chicago. And, uh, right, sure. and you want to go into Chicago drill, like you still, I find a single person who goes harder than Chief Keith. Yeah. This far right is not a good person. But, 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 um, I'm trying to find a way. I'm, I'm just trying to find a way in the club. But also, I have a lot of influence from like a lot of. I've listened to a lot of like pop rock too, so like punk rock, yeah, like pop rock, like punk rock oh, as pop. well, but pop rock and uh, like just actually, yeah, a lot of different genres of rock, but pop rock, like, like there's just a band called like Hail the Sun that I be fucking with, um, you know, like old like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, like, but like, uh, yeah, I listen. I listen to the Beatles a lot too. So Beatles? Yeah, I really I really fuck with the Beatles. Um Yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. They're on um a lot of a lot of music from that era. It was, it was good music coming out. Man, man, like let's let's take a turn from like hip hop just in general, but let's talk about the music like you know. Parents' age, more like our grandparents' age. You feel me? Like I remember, I remember this was this one period of time where I was just like obsessed with like just soul music in general. Mm-hmm. There's one, there's one album that really goes crazy. That mm-hmm. album that goes really stupid. No album. Uh, Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." There's so many songs on there that are so underrated. 
Like, he has just to keep you satisfied on there. What's his name? Wait, who? Marvin Gaye's uh, Let's Get Money. I was about to buy it. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah. That one. That one. What else? There's a couple other ones. Marvin Gaye was like, bro, like, Frank Ocean got a lot of influence from Marvin Gaye. Oh. I, I feel like that. Like Frank Ocean, but Marvin Gaye, yeah, that nigga is crazy. That nigga is so smooth. Like the way he just, he just sound like, like, like his sound was just so unique. Like it was not smoother yeah. than him. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Within him, within within it, like his, you know, his his aura, you, you lot of like influence throughout like history. Like some people from hip hop went to like. They took his influence. I'd say, uh, in my opinion, Tupac resembled him a lot. Do you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I said Tupac got a lot of resemblance. Right? I mean, Tupac got a lot of resemblance. With Marvin Gaye? Yeah. Hmm. Hi. Because it's the way that he held he held himself accountable. Like he, the way he held himself, you feel me? Like, mm. like Marvin Gaye was real smooth with most of his actions, you know. Mm-hmm. And he evolved. He evolved from like the nigga that he was when he was singing uh, "Ain't Eight, um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough." You feel me? Yeah. From how he was from that album to where he was when he was in, like, his 30s. Like, he evolved. Like, he completely, like, changed his image. Like, he was writing, like, you know, love songs, but then he, like, heart got weathered. And so when his heart got weathered, you start to see, like, oh, this man kind of changed. Like, like he started writing, like, little more, like, deeper songs, like, like, like Distant Lover. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Like, I didn't understand it the first couple times I heard it. But then, it really just talking about like how like how bad it was like hurting. I was like, okay, that I related to that. Yeah. Then it was satisfied. That song is probably my favorite Marvin Gaye song by far. That's a good. That's a great song. But to take it, to I gotta listen to that. I gotta listen to that more. Yeah, Marvin Gaye, bro. Like people, you know, of course, people like of his era. You know, people of our grandparents' era really like listen to him. Is this fried rice too loud? Nah. But like, of course, people of our grandparents' age, they listen to him like crazy. But, you know, our parents, like, were listening to him enough to the point where he was such a he on people around our age now. You feel me? Yeah. But, Another one, another one I would do want to like highlight of that era is Teddy P. Yeah, Luther, you know, you can you get you get a lot of influence from them too. You know, just talking about you know how how they are, they just they change the game. Yeah, see, I never really, I mean, I I didn't listen to Teddy P like that, like that, like that either. Um. You sent yeah, that's like some real R&B soul type shit. But like, definitely like TK, like TKO, like yeah, yeah. That, that that that's a classic right there. 
Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, that's a classic. That's a play. That's a playlist. Like that's a mandatory playlist. Like yeah. you feel me? Matter of fact, let me change the playlist up real quick. Yeah. Playlist up real quick. You take it. To- I don't even know why I started playing Larry June. That's for that's for another podcast. Yeah, you feel me? Al Green, like his stuff was smooth, so smooth. I be flying, I be oh. flying, like like little files. I be like watching a lot of YouTube stuff, and um, I be trying to find like like it was um, Al Green did some. He did some rendition of. Uh, Al Green did a rendition of um, oh, uh, the change is gonna come by Sam Cooke. Really, you know that song, right? Mm-hmm, of course. Yeah. 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 That shit was. Uh, that shit was crazy. His his voice, but I just feel like music back then was just like, or I'm not gonna say. It was more than what it is, but like a lot, a lot of music that time was really genuine and like yeah. it was really like really genuine feelings. And I feel like the social dynamic also was way different. And I feel like people were more gen- genuine. But I was in the air, so I wouldn't know. But it seemed like people yeah. were more genuine. It's like this is how I see it. During the seventies, seventies was a peaceful era, like right before crack hit. You feel me? It was a real peaceful era, like like in the United States, for at least how I see it. So like, I feel like the music really reflected like how it really was. Is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say it was peaceful because there was still poverty going down. But well, yeah. It, compared to the rest of the place, like like compared to the rest of U.S. history. Yeah, and definitely. I mean, for you know, for as. As, as a person. There's a lot of movements going on in the 70s as well. Yeah, like the- carrying on from the 60s. So, so many movements. Yeah. It seemed like black. I, I, I just can't, I can't speak on it because I wasn't there, but just, it, it seemed like, um, I was sort of like, I, I need more research on it, but like, like, Black community, it was, it was a, it, there's a different dynamic, definitely. Um, like, yeah, I think that's like disco. Disco is like you feel me. A lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of funk. Yeah, oh, I gotta find one song. One of my favorite songs ever is "Knee Deep." By George Clinton Parliament. Yeah. You know that song? No, nah, I mean I probably know it. I just gotta I gotta hear it again, but I know that song goes stupid, honestly. Uh let's see Parliament. Oh no, no, it's, it's by Funkadelic. It's by Funkadelic. Yeah, Funkadelic. Message and the word choice of 
Yeah, of course. I mean. You feel me? You feel me? This, this, this is like that. Just, just like I feel like so many people could like get so much more inspiration off of this. Just listening to like old, older music. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. That, that, and the the funk, the funk movement also was like, like there wouldn't be a Bay Area sound without 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 funk without the funk movement. Like the Barry some came directly from funk, like you feel me? Like it came from like it came from funk, and uh, like one of the people who really helped pioneer it was Too Short when he is, and then he like, has an interview, and it was directly like it was like from this, like really like this movie called like I think it was it was called The Mac, and it was like some old like pimp movie and shit, and like. You feel me? Like that's why pimping culture is so like big out here in our raps and shit. And that that, that makes pimping. that so, like too short made pimping. Like he he really just made that shit what it is. And you feel me? Like that the funk and shit. Like yeah, it wouldn't be no Barry music without too short. Without too short without E forty, bro. E forty is a lyricist, bro. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, no. probably one of the best lyricists of all time in my opinion. He is. Cause like. The way he strings shit together, you feel me? This is stupid. And wait, if we gonna talk about funk, we have, we have, we have to talk about Mac Dre. Oh like, yeah. May he rest in peace. But bro, that bro, he was if he wasn't a fucking legend, bro. Yeah, I know. Like. Let's talk about let's talk about how if, if any of his songs come on, bro, the whole bay is gonna go stupid. You feel me? And like I miss like like that type of music. You feel me? They trying to make see what 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 I'm working on. I'm calling out Xavier Dunn. You feel me? One second, let me make some push. But but yeah, ooh, this stuff look good. I'm not gonna work. You feel me? I will be trying to make something like that, but my throat is like Oh, 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 oh. Chef Xavier Brown. I that was that was about the season too. I gotta put the season on. But um, yeah, forty. He he uh, he learned directly from Too Short though. I mean, not he, di- not sure he learned directly, but he was influenced by Too Short. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Short, short, crazy. But it's just just like based off premise, he came out. He came out of nothing. Feel me? He he really put niggas on like with the blade type shit, you know? Yeah. Like he he started rapping about blade. He started rapping about the blade, even though he didn't really call it the blade. But you know he started rapping about the blade, and everybody was just like, yeah. "Whoa, yeah. these niggas, bro. He he's vulgar as fuck. Like I didn't I didn't think niggas was gonna be making it like music like this. Yeah. <sighs> like he like like niggas thought that the uh, fucking what you call it was vulgar. Like he, like if you really think about it, Too Short opened up the, he opened up, he opened up a lane for Dr. Dre, like he opened up a lane, he opened up a lane for fucking, uh, bro, for every Bay Area rapper that be talking about pimping and everything, and like every all the sounds that we hear, like, but I'm yeah, I'm not no fucking old head, like I. I'm not like this, but like I, I want to get, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to get more information about it though. 
Yeah, and for like, sure. Like like the roofs, you know, the rise of the barrier. The very music and shit. Like, we we definitely keep a culture of it. Like we keep our uh like we, we keep to our roots and we keep to our tradition, definitely. Like I feel we you hear like the influence. And and people we 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 be reusing some of the same old like old school melodies, old school beats and, and stuff. For real. And, uh, we, we definitely keep that in, in today's music and like because and our our like our ancestors are really like heavily influ like are still here. Like I mean like our OGs and stuff, like E forty, like he's still here, you feel me? And he You feel me like like a lot of people like like on the East Coast they looked up to fucking uh Jay Z. You yeah. feel me? They looked up to like they, they looked up to Biggie and they looked up yeah. to fucking uh Fitty, right? Yeah. But those niggas went big. Yeah. I feel like that's a really big difference between what we have and what yeah. like the rest of the world has. Like all their like rappers, they went like huge. But yeah. all of ours like stayed local. You feel yeah. me? So like our shit has always been under wraps. Yeah. It's never been like like a like a mass. Like our culture is but like back really... in the day though, their West Coast music did used to be mainstream. It just Oh like, yeah, no no I'm I'm saying like I'm saying like I'm saying like in terms of like you know, letting their success get the best of them and making yeah. them feel bougie and yeah. shit. You know, they never forgot like where they came from. I'm not saying that Diddy ever just forgot where that nigga came from, but like, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. a, 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 in a certain sense, like it doesn't—it doesn't feel like he, like, reps yeah. where he came from. Yeah, yeah, and in like, in, in mainstream like New York music, you know, it, uh, it, it doesn't. I can't. I don't really hear the. Uh, you can't really like hear the roots like of, of, of where it started, but with us, that's always gonna be there. Um, I feel like, and I feel like it should, but um. Yeah, that's something I'm, I'm gonna tap into soon. Like I'm about to tap into that Bay Area sound. Like of course I'm about to, I'm about to get into that. But like it's gonna be in my my like, in my uh style and stuff. You feel me? Like it's 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 gonna be there. But I, I just gotta. I'm I'm like I'm still working. Like I'm like I just. Started, you, you just. I mean like real shit. Like you just started. You yeah. started your shit. It takes time for you to get your wings and grow and fly, you feel me? Exactly. You feel me? Just like me. Like, I'm just starting this podcast and shit. Yeah. You know, it's going to take me a while to get, you know, 100, 100 viewers, you know. Maybe might even get up to 100 viewers. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to still do it because I'm just going to stay consistent as long as like, one person shows up. Yeah, exactly. It's going it's to come. You just take time. It's, you feel me? Time. Everything happens in time. You feel me? Time. I feel like I'm about to say some really wise shit. Time only goes. I mean, time. Time is is your best friend and your worst enemy at the same time. Yeah. Like, right. like, you know, it just depends on your level of patience. Because mm -hmm. an impatient man looks at the circumstance and be like, "Oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to get something for like a month." Mm -hmm. And be like, "Fuck, I can't. I can't wait." They gonna try to rush and go get it, and they gonna fuck up their blessing. Mm -hmm. Oh, the patient man. That that month, that month is gonna turn into a day of waiting mm -hmm. because you know they just feel like they don't have to 
like there's no rush to shit. Like it's going yeah. to come. Just wait for it. You know, eventually yeah, it will sure. come. There's other shit to do. Yeah, see yeah, I am I'm a little bit of both. I'm some I'm sometimes I'm I say for me that my um my soul is impatient, but my heart and my mind are always going to say like say like at, at ease because like I yeah. know that shit's gonna come. Yeah. yeah. But my soul is like always ready to go do some shit, you feel me? Like yeah. that's why I'm an ambivert because like my social battery know it, it lasts for a minute but like once it like runs out then i'm like done like don't don't talk to me don't call me nothing like you feel me but you know i'm always going to be around it just depends on how my energy is yeah for me yeah yeah I, uh... yeah i agree yeah. But it, yeah. let's, let's, let's get back to the music point though you feel me what do you think who do you think really won the West Coast East Coast East Coast battle? What you mean? Like, like if we were to do a versus, like for East Coast and West Coast, who do you think really won? I honestly think West Coast won by far. For hit yeah. by hit, for hit for hit, I think West Coast won. I'm talking about '90s wise. From '95 to music, you're talking about yeah. like, are you talking about like songs or rapping or rap rap music? Yeah. Because uh, I feel like East Coast definitely wins when it comes to R&B music, but when it comes to rapping, I think West Coast wins by far. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I, I don't know. I can't really say because because uh, uh, there's, there, there's a lot of great music coming from the East Coast in the 90s. Yeah, that is true. They had Nas, but, they had Jay. Yeah. They had some other niggas too. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, shut your dumb ass up, bro. I put you on everybody you know. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, I'm not really like, I'm not really like, uh, I'm not really into hit until like 90s East Coast, though. That's right. But Just like, what are you talking about? And then, like, shut your dumb ass up, bro. All right, let's take it to a, let's take it to a recent hit. I was thinking about this at work today. When Takashi 69 first came out, this is how I felt about this thing. I've always hated him. I don't understand why niggas just now are hating him. You know what I mean? Like, of course, like, I saw him being a rap out the whole time. Like, I, I saw that shit. I saw that shit from the, from the jump. But let me tell you why. I saw, this was, this was some real shit. You know, you know Russ. I know he's white, but you know him? The rapper, the, the, the singer, rapper, whatever he is. Yeah. Okay, so this nigga was on uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, he was on Nick with the Beard. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name. He was on a show. Joe, 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 but Jer- Joe Burton. Or, or Joe, Joe Button. Joe Button. Yes, that nigga, okay. So he was talking about, I can't understand why. You know, I understand why the, the, the hip-hop industry is really going downhill when it comes to, like, culture-wise. He said, at this point in time, 
white people realized that oh shit, these niggas, the niggas ain't buying their own music. So what really happens is white people are able to control who's cool and not, right? And so this nigga, 6 9 was set up to be that person. He's, like, in my opinion, I feel like 6 9 was the only reason, the only reason this nigga was allowed to say nigga was because 13-year-old white kids were saying, okay, he's hot. Yeah, so white people control the industry, and that's just how it is, because... They're the main consumers of, of like our music. For me, without you know, we didn't keep any like commodity. We didn't only have any cultural commodity. Yeah. So there's no, there's no like, like you can't like you can't like be like oh shit, we don't have any control over our music. Like we never had control over our music. Actually, like when it, when it first started, we did. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for for sure. Like you know. Back when you know Sugar Hill Gang, uh, Curtis Blow, and niggas like that were on the midgets, you feel me? But after that, you know, probably probably the last person who controlled their own shit was probably Eric B and Rakim. Keep it a buck, like you know, unless you're unless you went underground. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, yeah, it's it's kind of real. It's kind of tainting our music, especially because now the things that are like things that are hot are hot aren't really relevant to like our culture they're, they're it's like relevant to white culture that's why you see like a lot of trash rappers that's, or trash artists that's like um coming up because it's on the behalf of just like well what white people as a as a whole um because it's it's not really you feel me out it's not about the music anymore like it's about controlling bro yeah. Like remember, remember back when like when when Lil Pump was big, and this nigga had three songs out. I really, I really like looked at that shit. I was like, why is this nigga so big? All he was doing was trolling. But also, also, I don't think it's only white people that allow non-black people to say nigga, because a lot of people we see it in our communities, and it's a lot of like you finna like I argue like stupid young like what. He's a, a Cambodian Crip. You finna come to his, knock on his door, come to his hood and tell him he can't say, nigga, yeah, that's like, I like, go and do that, bro. Like, you feel me? That's familiar shit. That's familiar shit because at the end of the day, it starts with them. It starts within ourselves to, like, make sure, like, impress anybody. But a lot of people just don't do that. A lot of people just don't press the niggas who be saying, nigga. Really? But um, but a lot of people don't care. Like like you feel me? Like they don't care though. I'm a, I'm a but I'm gonna say something that's like probably controversial. Like 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 the N word is is it, it, it people say it based off like like um you no know, it, people say it based off their race, but it also a lot of times it depends on where you come from too, like where you grew up and stuff. Like, That's interesting you say that. I mean, it's just facts. Like, like how I feel about that. How I feel about this is, is, is this. Systemically, the N word has had a, had a has had a history of being, you know, negative. 
towards our community, right? But as you can see, there's certain people in this world who refer to other white people as niggas. Like they'll, they'll be like, oh, you a white nigga because you hang around black people, right? But, you know, I find it very interesting that back in the day, they used to call them nigga lovers versus just white niggas, you feel me? So, like, at a certain point, I feel like the word, the N-word, even though it had a history of, like, just being for black people, I feel like it's kind of evolving into a classist kind of word. So they refer to people who are, you know, not necessarily broke, but, like, poor. Like, they, they, they refer to them now. Yeah. Like, like you know, just, like, like the, the word nigga just means, like, and in a negative connotation, it means just trash. And so those people who adopted the word. I honestly don't. Go ahead. Those those who adopted the word, you know, they just use it as a fraternal endearment because they feel like they feel most comfortable using it and they don't feel like they have anything to, you know, lose from using it. Yeah, but there's so many avenues in it because, and it's like, uh, there, I, still, some... I still think the only black people use it, but keep keep on my phone. I gotta say that. Yeah. Um. No, I feel you. Um, I said there's just so many like sub, uh, I like sub meanings, subconscious meanings in the word, like in between us and how we use it. Like it, it's 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 thrown all over the place. Like it's and even in our community, like like uh, we refer to like we. Like it's only referred to also it's only in within us it's only referred to like like uh we only use it to refer to black men like we don't that, like, that's what so it's like niggas and bitches like and like oh you if you say like oh this nigga like he, you know you're not talking about a woman no so so, so then like you you can't call a woman a nigga because if you call her a nigga like you know, feel me so like who's really who's really getting uh, who's really is it like what does it really mean so there, and then there's so many like you can say that it means only black men and there's so many ways that it's being thrown around so um, I, I just, you know. really like at the, at the end of the day you know I feel like the one reason the only reason the n-word is wanting to be said is because of hip-hop music just because of what? Hip-hop music. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's only because of hip-hop. Like, put it like this. If hip-hop was never around, do you think white people would ever want to say nigga? Because it's would catchy. ever be saying nigga? Yes, because I feel like the one reason they say it is because they think it's catchy. They were calling us before it came out. I'm, no, I mean, like, as in a term in endearment. Like, do you think they would be asking uh, for permission? Yeah, I, No, I never thought about that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like... Like white people, white people only ask us to say nigga because they feel like it's cool, and they want to be a part of our culture. But our culture rebukes it, but at the same time welcomes it. I feel like it's really like you gotta like take a step back and be like, what's the yeah. real, like what, what's the real damage we're really doing to ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, you know? that is it. Yeah. I guess that's just um, 
that is a that is an ongoing battle out of the many battles, um, and I, I I don't I don't think that I don't know maybe it does, but there's there's a lot of battles that need to be fought right now. That's what yeah, I feel like that's that's one of the least of our problems. You know, we have we got we got to work on so many other things first. But yeah. you know, just take it back to what the podcast really about. You know, music. Yeah. We have we have we have coming for the peoples. Hmm? We do have coming for the peoples. Like I know you just you dropped you just dropped a single yeah. today. You working um, on another album or another you know project? Yeah, me and my producer Mar are supposed to drop like a joint tape. It's, it's supposed to be like a collaborative effort. Um, you heard it here first. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> so we we gonna drop a tape. Produce name not. We don't we don't know the name of it yet, but um we got some heat, bro. We got a lot of heat. We be making music every day, like it's just so it's like um it's not it's not gonna stop. So you gonna it's gonna be it's it's gonna be music soon. But I I dropped some today. Um, I'm really just trying to focus. I I don't I'm trying to just I'm be I'm I'm experimental right now. Um, one thing like I'm trying to do is become more like confident in my lyrics and and like talk more shit um but and also become more clever um more clever in my in my like in my lyrics um i like dig deeper into like the between between the lines yeah dig deeper into the lines and also make them like people like oh like like have some shit like fly over people's heads because it was so clever like like Lil Wayne clever and shit like that that nigga said what did he say he said he said a lot of shit he's no he said something about pussy one time i forgot i forgot what it was um he's but yeah you know i feel like a lot of rappers nowadays take it to like a new like a newer you know bring it to present like a lot of rappers nowadays go underappreciated so who do you think is the most unappreciated you know, um, who do you think has the most unappreciated sound? Unappreciated? Yeah, unappreciated sound, like uh, like underrated. For me, I say this. I say there's one person I feel is really underrated, and his sound. I took okay, two, two, Larry June and Big Crit. Oh, Even though it's completely different, you know. Big Crit. Big Crit goes crazy. Man. You know, bury me in gold. You know, like yeah, I, of course. Yeah, I watched Cypress. I watched it. watching rock battles and shit. So yeah, you should go ahead. Who who is the most un- like you said? Why though? And I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why too? Oh, you want to hear my why? Yeah, and I'll go and I'll go ahead and say mine. I think that. That big has one of the most underrated sounds because he takes southern rap and mixes because like a lot of southern rap is not conscious. You feel mm-hmm. me? In a sort, in a sense, like for southern rap, for southern rappers, they usually just rap about you know the shit that they come from. Look at look at young boy. Look at look at uh look at uh look at him. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, shit, Ti. 
now T.I. is starting to, you know, get a little more conscious, but but you never heard a conscious Southern rapper until you heard Big Crit. Mm -hmm. um, Larry June, because, you know, he just carried, he carried the, he carried the bay mm -hmm. into, into like, into like new, because he's underground. Like he carried that pimp, that pimp, you know, that Mac, that Mac kind of, you mm -hmm. know, swagger, mm -hmm. you know, that, 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 that groove into, into underground. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I didn't, I, I've never seen anybody do that. Like he's not, he doesn't want to be mainstream, but he's got mm -hmm. that, you know, that player alpha mentality to it. And I just, I just, I, I appreciate those two sounds. It's just two different, two unique sounds, but you know, yeah. it's just, and especially the way that, you know, that they use their producers. I don't really know Big Chris producer, but he goes stupid. And um, Cardo, Cardo got wings, you feel me? He's very diverse. Like he goes from Larry June to Yeah. Uh, he goes from fucking Larry June to fuck to fucking uh, Pierre. Mm -hmm. Like 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 that's diverse to me. That's yeah. really diverse. Yeah, you're not gonna see any rappers like that nowadays. Well, you got too many producers out there like that nowadays. You know, you got you got people who bring them together. You feel me? And but they, but those producers usually just leave that sound like they 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 have their own sound. Cardo got wings fit Larry's sound. And he fit Pierre's sound into into like into their own different projects. Yeah. While still having his own sound, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he had to like he adapted to each of them, but like he still he still has to like bring his flavor and shit, like of course. You feel me? Like, yeah, I feel like that's hella dope to me. Yeah. Like yeah, Carlos sound is, is like there's a lot of like like cowbells and his stuff. And it's really like yeah. vibey and shit. Like he's for real. It's real fire for me. His drums are nice. His drums are nice and his AOAs are stupid. Yeah. But for me, like you're it's I mean, yeah, you basically ask me who's like Yeah, who's who do you think is I mean there's a think? lot of, there's a lot of people that's underrated and but you already know how I'm gonna say it. Like I'm gonna say lucky. So lucky? Yeah, because um when he like his sound developed way like through the years, but specifically like his newer sound, like I guess starting with like Free Wave Three, like um his uh his uh he like he found a way to 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 combine like trap music like trap vibes with like a like an alternative kind of uh like with, wave yeah with an alternative wave like you can compare him to like people like chief keith but also like like earl sweatshirt because the stuff is like he actually talks about like he just be talking about his life and like his 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 uh, his honest life and and, and no, really, not capping, just like straight up, just talking about you feel me, like, uh, like his experiences with love and, and drugs, and like the way he like floats over beats is like he is like groovy too, like it, it makes you want to dance. Like, it, he uses his voice as an instrument for real, like a drum in a way, like his voice is like damn, they like a drum in a way, like 
it uh, captures a groove, but he don't. It's like you wouldn't, and and like the the what it's what really means like. you say that because there's another artist who who who's like that um pierre mm, because pierre we talking about like like his songs are like about like them to love like i don't know teasing here no, I don't know but they're different here. artists for sure they don't they're different that. artists but you know it, it, it just reminds you know like at, at the root of it you know that their sounds are different completely different completely different you know mm. pierre has this you know um, mainstream underground, like it's like I don't, I don't even want to say it's pop. I, I was okay. It's, it's, it's hip hop in my opinion. It's hip hop, but like, um, it's like it's like hip hop in the sense of like he like you know he went mainstream but tries to make it like like he's not like popular with it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, his rapping like, isn't popular just because people don't really, you know, people don't like his, people don't like his rap music as much as, as they do. They just, I just fuck with it because, like, it just, it's, it's so relatable to me. Like, he doesn't really talk, he doesn't, like, like, he talks about how he used to be sleeping on couches and shit, and, you know, uh-huh. how, how girls be breaking, like, how a girl broke his heart and he just turned whoopers, you feel me? Yeah, he, he be, yeah, he does be talking about that shit, like, and like he be having his SoundCloud exclusives, like you know, drunk and nasty. You know what I'm yeah, fuck that is. Did I get drunk and nasty? Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, you know, and like he be having some leaks, like his 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 uh, his like as an artist, his artistry is like it's it's really up there, like just combining his vocals and and his like com- composition and his uh. And his um like beat making skills and stuff production, should I like the fact that he produces and you know writes all of his music is just like it's different to me. Yeah, and it's, and it's like, but it's unique though, and it's like, and it has it's like it's it, there's a vision behind it. Yeah, like, like it's like it's superb, bro. Yeah, it's exquisite. Yeah, but also like the. One of the greatest, um, the greatest of all time is Kanye, though. Mm. How do you feel about what people are saying about him nowadays? Wait, wait, I'm going to restart this live. I'm going to restart this live. All right. All right. Everybody just come back. Everybody just come back.